Hi, I'm Nikki from Teaching Autism and welcome to the Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. Are you an autism or special education professional? Are you a teacher or therapist looking for support and new ideas? You may even be a parent, family member or carer. This podcast is perfect to help you find out more information, support and get some of your questions answered. Hi, and welcome back to the Teaching Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. Today on the podcast, I am talking about a really important topic, especially for this time of the year. Some of the most common questions that I get asked after a school break are why the students won't follow the rules anymore, or why has their behaviour changed over a school break, or that your class went from being so calm and quiet to rowdy and out of control. The honest truth is because they've had a break. When your students are consistently in school with you, they are constantly being exposed to the rules and routines that you have set. And yes, they go home on the weekends, but two days isn't enough for students to forget the rules that you have set in your classroom. Sure, Monday mornings can usually be a little bit tougher, but they're mostly smooth sailing in regards to remembering those rules. But when you've had a week off or two weeks off, or even all those weeks in the summer, it's really easy for students to forget what's expected of them in school because instead they're used to what's expected of them at home. And that's going to look very different for pretty much every student in your classroom. For example, some parents are early risers or they still have to work when students are home from school. So they may still have their early morning routine in place throughout the whole break and that makes it easier for students when they get up for school after some time off. But sometimes that's not the case and parents will let their children stay up a little bit later, sleep in a little bit longer and I mean we do it ourselves. When the breaks come around it's nice to be able to stay up a little bit longer or sleep in a little bit longer and just enjoy the extra time. So instantly the usual routine is broken and when you've had nice long lay-ins for a couple of weeks that early morning can be like a smack in the face for sure. And next up are behaviour expectations. So in your classroom, you're going to have more than one student. And if you don't, then I'm going to need you to get in touch and tell me where you're teaching and how I can apply there because that is a miracle and it sounds perfect. But at home, generally households have less than four children at home. I think on average, it's one to two children, which means the behaviour expectations are going to be slightly different than at school because they're not going to have a group of children all in one room for the majority of the day, so certain rules are going to be more relaxed. Children will most likely have their own toys or their own tablets, so the need to share isn't as important at home, and that makes it very difficult when they go back to school and all of a sudden they need to start sharing again. It's not that they've been spoiled or gotten away with things at home, It's just for the last two weeks, they haven't needed to share, and now they do. And so this is a process where you need to help them understand why. The same with work. First work, and then choice. We pretty much all use this or something similar. But the last two weeks at home, they've been able to play and have choice probably whenever they want. And now all of a sudden there's a limit on it. 
Those are just some of the ways that their lives have differed at home over the last two weeks than they have at school with you. And a lot of our students are genuinely really happy to be back in school. They like the routine that school gives them. They like school. But sometimes that can quickly become overwhelming because of how excited they are to get back to school. And that excitement can be really hard to rein in. So I know you all like when I give you some quick fire tips that you can put into action. So here they are for today. Number one, greet your students when they come back and show a genuine happiness to see them. I know it can be hard for us too on that first day back and we're going to need all the caffeine and just a few days ago we were lounging at home in our Christmas pyjamas drinking hot cocoa without a care in the world. Well at least that's what my dreams consist of and getting up early to get back to work can be exciting but overwhelming for us too. Showing a genuine happiness to see your students goes a really long way. Let them know that you miss them and that you care for them. We don't know all that goes on at home with our students and those few words first thing in the morning can have such a huge impact. Number two, picture way back on the first day of school. What worked well for helping your students get used to the classroom, your expectations and what rules you have? Can you replicate that for your first day back? Number three, Find a picture book that talks about the specific rules or behaviours that you want to go over. If you don't know a book that would suit, ask in the teacher Facebook groups or do a quick Google search. I can guarantee you that there's pretty much a book for everything these days. And if your students are anything like mine, they love story time. It's also a nice relaxing way to start the first day back too. Number four, just blatantly go over the rules. Make it fun, pull out your whiteboard markers, ask your students if they can remember your five golden rules or whatever rules you have in place, play a game with them, can they guess them all before the timer goes off and if so you can have a dance party this afternoon or just something fun. This will get them really thinking about those rules. You're going over those rules but it's a fun, light-hearted way. Number five, finally have your rules up on display and gently remind students of them and refer to the rules when necessary. It's not even something that needs to be negative. You can just say something like, oh Cindy, do you think that's one of our golden rules? Or guide her to the display and show her the rules. Use symbols and visuals because they really help. My biggest tip though is don't have so many rules because they become quickly overwhelming. Generally, we have two to three for our students and they're on display in the classroom where students can easily see them and have them as visual reminders. And as they get used to those rules through the year, I'll add in a new one and take one away just so my students are always focused on those three rules. But if there's anything I want you to take away from this podcast episode today, it's just remember to have grace. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that my word for 2021 is grace. And I am really trying to give myself a lot more grace. But this can extend to others around us too. 2020 was a lot. Winter break can be very exciting and very overwhelming. Give your students grace when they come back into the classroom. Support them. Ask them how you can help them feel more settled. And just remember... 
They haven't forgotten these rules forever. They just need some time to get back into a school routine, remember their environment and the rules that apply here. I hope you found this podcast episode helpful. If you have a spare few moments, I would love for you to leave a review on this podcast to help other educators find us too. Wishing you a great year ahead. Thank you for listening and I'll speak to you again soon.